Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. I love CBS. It could be my favorite store. Let me tell you why. It's hard to get a new look with old makeup. Did you know that beauty products have best buy dates? Take a look and toss them out. When you spring an hour forward this week, be sure to take the time to replace batteries and smoke detectors. Toss out old vitamins, allergy relief, OTC products, makeup, and anything else that might be outdated. CVS can help with this. This week, they're offering 20% off CVS pickup orders, so it's a great time to order replacements. It's all part of the CVS Spring Fling. Fling out the old, save on the new. Get 20% off when you buy online and pick up in store using CVS Pickup. Use the promo code SPRING20 to save big during the CVS Spring Fling. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's unlimited plans starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Find a store near you or shop online at pandora.net. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded, too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. And we couldn't be more excited to be here. I'm telling you what, we're pumped up, jacked up, ready to talk about everything. Bachelor, Ashley. Yeah. This is getting insane. Some people hate this season. Some people love it. Everybody's on edge. 
Are you ready to break this down? <laughs> yes, I am. I, I'm really into this episode. It was good. For it being three hours and me being like, wow, Gosh. I got to tackle three hours now after the Super Bowl, I enjoyed pretty much every minute of it. It's weird. Uh, just be, We're not going to break it down right now. We're going to get into it later. We have a special guest today, Becca Martinez, and uh, her co-host, uh, Jess Ambrose, are coming on the podcast today to talk everything Bachelor and their podcast. So in a second, we'll welcome them in. But before we do, Ashley... I want to just make a statement and see if you agree or disagree, okay? Okay. This season has not been bad. I will never categorize it as bad. I like Peter. He is a nice guy. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until this episode that I was, I feel hooked. I could have cared less the first couple weeks to watch or not. Now, I cannot wait till the next one comes out. Okay, so I guess like I'm less interested in who he ends up with this season, but I Mm -hmm. am always latched on to the drama. Interesting. Well, here in a little bit, we have some really passionate folks in uh, studio today. Uh, our producer, Tori, has just blown up the oh, airways. Yay, with, Tori's going to join <laughs> us. With her impassioned speech on how much she hates this season. So we're going to bring her on Wait, a little bit. You don't really hate it. I don't enjoy it. Really? I don't think any girl is like great. I'm like trying to picture every time once the episode ends. I'm like, okay, who would I want to see have be like the next step as like the bachelorette i can't pick one okay so every girl comes with a caveat i kind of agree with that Mm. that blogger girl um mckenna McKenna is they're giving her a big storyline right now of just like i'm so sad i want him to see how amazing i am so i'm like maybe it might be her because it's very self-deprecating but i just can't with her you guys know that like i couldn't stand mckenna for a while this this episode maybe be like okay fine i like her you know why well i don't maybe i don't want to say like like but i I can watch her. No. I can watch her. We don't see things the same way. When she goes, I want him to see how great I am, I I put my hand in my face (laughs) and I'm like, what are you talking about? Why are you trying to show him how great you are? Why don't you just show him who you are and see if he thinks you're great? Oh, Ben, you were things so beautifully. The most time Uh. I really liked McKenna is when she goes, I'm just so tired and i was like wow i really relate to that (laughs) that was the one time i was like okay mckenna we're on the same page see i liked her this episode because she was just like i am a hot mess and i'm just gonna show you guys i'm a hot mess but then why can she say that and not get ripped to pieces about being emotionally unstable but there's kelsey being like i'm so sad hey wait hold up hold up hold up hold up well i just pause this thought pause this thought Tori, we're going to bring you back on in a few minutes (laughs) once we talk to Becca to give our opinions on all the madness. And let me tell you, it is madness. Hey, Ashley, I uh, spent some time here a second ago researching uh, how to live on a tour bus because in two days, (laughs) I start to move on to a tour bus for four months. You want to hear something wild? Yeah. And potty jokes are never fun. This is not a potty potty joke. Potty stuff is fun and relatable. never that good but it's relatable (laughs) did you know that the number one tip on a tour bus is that you have to stop the whole bus get out somewhere in public to go number two yes i did know this there is 10 people living on my bus you're telling me i have to go to the front of this bus every morning at nine o'clock knock on the driver's door and say hello sir i'm (laughs) struggling back here evacuate my butt i need I need to I need to change everybody's life. I need to allow you to sit and not continue to progress forward on our next location <laughs> because I need to take a break and not just a break. Now every single relaxing moment 
of my mornings has to be rushed why because I know guys, there's 10 people. Why do you guys love their pooping moments? It's like such a weird thing. So I here I am with Tori. And before we started recording, I was like, Tori, I don't know if you're with me, but the last time I had like a girl versus guy conversation about like pooping time, um, the girl was on my side and the guy was on Jared's side. So like Jared like likes having his like moments. Right. And apparently Ben like also needs like apparently what would you just call it? What time? Like relaxing I mean, it, time? It's, en- it's enough time to read two articles on and on like my sports center app. Never read anything on the toilet because, oh, if, I was, my, if my body is telling me uh, you got to go, I go to the bathroom and it, it it happens immediately and then I'm out of there. Yeah, it's, mine's pretty quick. It's it's not much different of a time between pee and poop. And then I talked to Jade and Tanner about this. Tanner needs like a full hour in the bathroom. Jade oh, is like, no, I can just go and get out. And what what the heck? Is this a girl versus guy thing? I, I don't. Yeah, maybe listeners. This is a good listener question. <laughs> listeners, please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com <laughs> or hashtag us at the Almost Famous Podcast. What is this all about? Is this scientific? Is this preference? Has society moved us in a direction that is unfair to equal sexes and that neither side should have the amount of time they have in the bathroom? I don't know what it is. Hey, but here's uh, <laughs> oh something God. else cool, but, Ashley. Yeah. Okay, I was just going to say, but Ben, um, yes, I was aware of the tour bus rules, Mm. and I'm sorry you have to go through that. They should definitely upgrade, update tour buses so that, like, it can hold a little bit of storage. So, yeah, when all you out there that are listening are seeing me at one of these 66 locations, just realize that my life has been so stressful over those 66 (laughs) stops. There's just a lot going on. Uh, Hey, two quick stories before we get started, both kind of uh, revolving around this situation. One, to close up this topic, as I'm looking uh, at Google on how uh, what the options are for me uh, to not have to stop the bus, there's something called the hot old bag, and it's a grocery bag that you can stick in your toilet and then you tie it up. It's a thing. You claim it's not. It's a thing on tour buses that people do. And then you politely go up to the front of the bus. You tell the driver, hey, can we just stop for one second as I throw my trash out? That's a good option. You can look it up. It's called the hot old bag. Then, uh, then the driver knows that you have a bag of poop in your hand. Well, that's going to know a lot of things about me by the time this is done. <laughs> um, second thing is... Uh, Brandy Cyrus, yes, the beloved Brandy Cyrus, co-host with Wells Adams on their podcast, uh, was living at my house last week while I was in uh, Orlando, Florida. I get a text from Brandy Cyrus that says, Ben, something's leaking in your basement. I was like, well, that doesn't sound good. Called the plumber up. Plumber comes out. says, Ben, your main line has broke uh, at your house. Everything at this point is going to back back up into your house oh good lord oh oh yeah the whole oh it's real beautiful downstairs right now um we have gotten it cleaned up but let me tell you team this is a funny little thing i put on my instagram on like thursday or no on sunday i am knee deep in my main line trying to get things cleaned up cleaning up everything that's gone the basement on Monday, I am hosting GMA and walking a red carpet. If you think life is funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's how real it still is. It's pretty real. <laughs> um, let me tell you. 
So, hey, anyways, that's my life right now, and I'm getting ready to hit the road for The Bachelor Live on stage. Please come see us at one of our 66 locations. Go to bachelorliveonstage.com for more info. Ashley. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm going to be at the one in Reno making a special guest appearance, you guys, if you care. Man, it just sold out within seconds. I'm telling you right now. Oh, oh that's so sweet. It's um, Ben, me, Jess, Jared, and Kaylin and Dean. We're all spending Valentine's Day together. It's a triple date. That's, How that's do you cool. feel about that? Your first Valentine's it. Day as okay, a well, married couple. Well, I don't really care that it's as a married couple. Okay. I think it's like really cool. It's going to be really fun. We can do Valentine's Day like day date anytime. Like we had a nice date this week. So you can like make your Valentine's Day any day. I'm pumped for it. We're going to have a great day. Chef's coming into the house in uh, Tahoe that we're staying at. We're going to have a blast. That's what we do for you listeners. Uh, because we host this podcast, we spend our Valentine's Day together with friends. <laughs> And we're pumped about it. Hey, Ashley, Becca Martinez has been uh, is rolling up in the studio soon. So let's get through some of these hot uh, bachelor trending news stories. Uh, but before we do, let's take one break. Talk about some of our favorite people that support the podcast. And we'll come back with the bachelor trending news. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. <laughs> Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? 
Cauliflower's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Diva Darce. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Ashley, I'll let you take it from here, but I do want to say this first story makes me very sad. Oh, it's so sad. We love Joe and Kendall. I loved hanging out with them together. Joe is such a cool guy. Like, Jared just was able to relate to the fact that he could, like, he hated LA and that all he wanted to do was be back east. I mean, Chicago, mm-hmm. Rhode Island. Midwest. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, I the it. other side of the country. So, Joe and Kendall broke up, and I don't, I don't know if it's been clear but i i'm pretty sure the main reason for the breakup was that she never felt like she was going to want to leave la she was born and raised here and her family is all still here her identical twin sister lives here and they are unbelievably close and so she didn't want to move and then joe was just so unhappy here that he couldn't he didn't want to spend much longer here let alone the rest of his life 
So this is one of those reasons. This is this is one of those like distance truly or not distance, but like location really broke up the relationship from the information that I got. I mean, I get it. I've been in it before. Like I've had past relationships that one person wants to live somewhere else and you can't figure it out. Neither side is is necessarily like compromising. And when you do tighter compromise, it doesn't feel any better. It's tough. Um, but we love Joe and Kendall and uh, we wish them both individually the best as yeah. they move forward. I really do feel like they'll be, remain good friends because, you know, it, it was a distance thing or it was a location thing. Um, so our next piece of news is that Jordan Kimball, you guys remember mm. Kimball, you know, the male model, um, is following going to be, in Jared's footsteps is will be following in Jared's <laughs> footsteps and, and it will be one of Chippendale's newest celebrity guest hosts. Jared did this last year. It was only one show. I'm not sure if Jordan's doing much more, but you guys, Jordan or not, if you are in Sin City, go see Chippendales because it is a hilariously entertaining show. Uh, we were there with Jay Tanner, Nick, um, and our agent, and the guys had so much fun. So it's it's kind of just like a parody, and it's a very enjoyable show. Jordan will probably make it better if you're a Bachelor fan, so check him out. Hey, really, really big article that came out about Ben Higgins. Yes, it says no, who really? Ben Higgins <laughs> wants to set up Hannah Brown with from Bachelor Nation. This is from Cheat Sheet. <laughs> this it's a funny, funny article to read because they they out of nowhere go, hey, who should Hannah Brown date from Bachelor Nation? So I started going through all the single people. There isn't a lot of single men in Bachelor Nation right now that like would even be able to, you know, stand up with Hannah Brown. But I said Sean Booth. Mm-hmm. I think Nick Vile obviously would be somebody. I don't think Nick's down to date Hannah. Why not? He has a little. He doesn't. He doesn't want to date her. I'll tell you that. He doesn't want to date. <laughs> he Hannah doesn't Brown. want to date well, her. Well, I don't know if Sean Booth does either, and that's the thing. Is like, and I said, Derek have you Tate, talked to Sean? I haven't talked to Sean about this. I was just in an interview. They threw it at me. I start just spouting out names. I was just with Derek Paith and Wells the night before. I was like, this, you know, Derek. He, he was on our live podcast. People seem to love him. Maybe him. But other than that, Ashley, was there anybody I missed? No, Derek definitely is probably the best single option. I like the idea of Sean. But again, long distance ish relationship there. I don't know about how that's going to really form. And if you guys want to listen, if you guys think if you want to know more about, you know, Nick's feelings towards Hannah, you can listen to his podcast. He hasn't like said like there's not like dirt or anything, but I just don't think that they'd be compatible. And I don't think that he's interested. The. So Derek Paith is is obviously out there. He's a good one. I didn't. You're saying I didn't miss anybody, right? Um, mm, no. Because I'm think thinking of. like all the guys are kind of taken. Um, yeah. Is that wild? Wow, we're all getting so old. There's so much love going around. People um, are, you know, people are going to be like, I can't believe you guys didn't come up with so and so. I know. Well, that's good. Let I, us know. Mike, Yell at us for a little bit. Why don't it's fun you? For me. She can. She should go back to Mike Johnson. Give that a whirl. Uh, yeah, you can try that out. Um, see how that goes. Hey, also, uh, there's a picture of Peter's mom's that is blowing up the airways. His mom is saying, bring her back. Bring her back. Who could this possibly be, Ashley? Early in the season, we thought this was Hannah B, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking that Hannah B does not show up again. Um, okay. This is referencing some other woman. And... 
I still feel like if it's not Hannah, it's Maddie. And I think that's what I said week one. I'm going to stick to it. You're going to stick to it. Well, hey, it is fun to see how much involvement, uh, you know, Peter's family has had so far this season. I always love to see the family side of things because I think it brings a reality and it makes us feel more involved in the whole story. His his parents obviously don't mind it either. They've gone on podcasts and and they've willingly gone on the show and and um, they've gone on podcasts. Oh, hit, what podcast? They did uh, they did podcast with Warner Brothers, oh. uh, the Happy Hour podcast. So like they obviously are enjoying this, but so did my parents. They were involved in the whole process and it made it better for me. I think Peter's mom is passionately, passionately still speaking about Hannah Brown. She's passionate. Really? I, I still think so. I think. I think this. You're season, just say, you're just trying to make this a good story, Ashley. <laughs> Ashley, what? It's not what I'm doing at all. Okay. I really think Hannah Brown comes back. I will stick to it until we watch this thing. I really, I just get a, a sense. Based on press, based on interviews, based on what we've talked to people about, I get a sense that this season, even though it feels dramatic now, gets even more dramatic later. I think it's a happy ending. I think there's love, but I think it gets really, really dramatic. All right. All right. And I can only I can only think that Hannah Brown would add that drama. I don't know how these women get any more dramatic than they already are. Well, they're doing a pretty good job on their own. So I, don't I think know. they're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> ben, um, you know, we our next guest, you've had a little drama with, I think, or she's had oh, a little drama with, right with you. So <laughs> Becca Martinez, little Becca or young Becca from Ari season will be on with us next to break down the episode. I love that she's here. I love how blatantly honest and real and raw she is. She's always been one of my favorites, but apparently has had some beef with my co-host. <laughs> So you guys can address that when she comes on. We are going to take a break and then um, welcome Becca and her podcast co-host Jess into the studio. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. 
Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and the diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. (laughs) Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kremes, mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, 
allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Becca Martinez and Jess Ambrose are in studio. We're going to break down The Bachelor, but also talk about Chatty Broads. Yay. Their new podcast that is taking over the oh, airways. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> um, okay. Hey, before we get started, uh, Becca, we've we've got to talk about the elephant in the room. Um, you've never been a fan of me, and I want to know why. <laughs> oh, shut up. Oh, that's not God. even true. That's, that's, that is an over-exaggeration. That's not even true. The one that Becca, I said I never liked was Nick, and then I changed my mind, and I never didn't like you. Then, then why do I feel like there's always been tension? We've got to talk this what? out because... <laughs> oh, tension? The there's drama? tension? Wait. There is drama. Well, this is the Bachelor Focus podcast. So drama just <laughs> continues to suck us back in. Here's, okay, okay, here's okay, 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 wait. Okay, wait. Jess and I always make fun of you because you're on every season of The Bachelor. Okay. We have no, we to. Make, we make fun of you that because we're like, this. Jess calls you Chris Harrison's love child. I have a theory that's why that we, you're Chris Harrison's love and that's child. And that's why we think you're that always, that's why we think you're always on the show. And we give you about that, but I, that's the only I give him like what what other? I haven't been on a season of The Bachelor in like years. What? What is that supposed to be show? Like Colton season. You had was two appearances season? and they cut one, or they you had like three appearances <laughs> and they cut one. They Weren't cut you some? on Paradise? No, I'm never oh, been on the Paradise. Skits. You didn't do, do you know? Oh, you well, did the I mean, skit. he went to the wedding. The skit was last year, a year and a half ago. And okay, no, you're and right. you went I to the wedding. It, it was it was the live <laughs> shows. Some of the like after the final rose <laughs> yeah. things. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're no, totally... you're, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. But it just you know what? They're you're obsessed with him. They are obsessed with him, and it's fine. We all know why they are because he is the perfect representation of what a bachelor. They, no, they want to You're the last kind of bachelor uh, that we had like Peter before Peter. Yeah, yes, sense. absolutely. Peter, like the true bachelor mm-hmm. uh, stereotype. Yeah, when they found Peter, they were like, this is our Ben, uh-huh. second coming. Uh huh. Oh, yeah. geez. Until he just <laughs> stuck he, a glass in his face and they're like, oh, he ruined it all. That goofy, goofy that, man. And he keeps messing um, up. Or at least wait, why else do I hate you? He's going with production too much. I'm going to say I, it. I, uh, <laughs> I just have always felt – I don't know what it is. I've always felt uh, like maybe just nervous around you or like that you didn't like me based on Twitter or no. like responses to things. And I just felt like we were always miscommunicating, which is why I wanted to come on here and squash it right away and say, Becca, I respect you. I appreciate you. I think you're a great mother and I'm glad you're here. And I hope we can get over this so we can have a blast and talk about everything that's meaningful in life, which is The Bachelor. Oh, Ben, I'm so down for it. There's no yeah. beef here, but I'm going to keep making fun of you if you keep coming on The Bachelor. Well, <laughs> Let's introduce uh, Jess. put food on the table, kids. Got to put food on the table. Game. I get it. I get it. Let's introduce Jess. Just how did you guys get together for a podcast which doesn't just talk about The Bachelor, right? You talk about lots no, of things. About everything. Well, it started because we were too. like, don't you hate Ben Higgins too? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's how it started. Yeah, exactly. Well, we could do this. We yeah. can make this work. We have this in common. Um, it was just kind of a random thing because we actually didn't really know each other very well at all. Um, we knew each other through mutual friends. and We were virtually acquaintances. Yeah. And then we just both had the idea like, I want to do a podcast. You want to do a podcast? We have good conversations. Mm-hmm. And Let's it was, try recording it. she got pregnant and I have a little one and she's like literally one of the only people I knew in Los Angeles that was in a similar age range mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I was the like, age of 30. Like, yeah, I'm 31. I'm still quite yeah. a bit older, but I'm like, oh, hi, you're not 40 with a child. Like, let's yeah. talk, you know? Yeah. 
and then it just kind of came from there. Yeah, and she has a, her husband is in the music industry, so they had like a recording studio in their backyard. Oh, cool. So I was like, let's show up and let's just talk and record it and yeah. see what happens. And then 14 months later? Yeah, about? 14 months. There we go. Mm-hmm. Jasper, you always cruising. a Bachelor fan? Always a Hardcore. Bachelor fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I missed some seasons, but I started young. I started watching with my mom first season. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah of course you missed a few seasons. <laughs> I missed a few here <laughs> yeah. and there. Boys distracted me, the real life, you know, <laughs> yeah. distracted me, but back in business. All right. Yeah. So uh, I want to go just chronologically through the episode. You guys watch? Oh boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Three hours. But I said it was a speedy three hours. <sighs> yeah. It was, it was a traumatizing I felt like I was at like hours. a junior high girls lunch table throughout the whole episode. <laughs> it was like I mean th- these girls are these girls are like catty like I've never seen. Yeah they feel. They start crap over things that I feel like th- th- that are ongoing crap over nothing. I, yeah. Yeah. Is it just me or is it, I feel like this is the first in seasons that I've seen this kind of drama between the women like it's always something. I don't know. It's feels exhausting to me. Yes. Like it feels like I, I, I was thinking about this this morning as I was prepping my notes here. And like you have this Peter who is laughing and like happy and he felt like so he was so sweet. excited to be there and he's dancing around and mm-hmm. he just wants everybody to have fun. And it feels like as soon as he starts to smile, <laughs> it's like sends up the, like the radar for anybody to run out and be like, Hey Peter, let me ruin that a little bit. Like, I let me know. just take it down a notch. Let me make this hard for you. Yes. And that's how I feel. Every episode has been this poor man's aged like 12 years and three I weeks. Know. He's like, can I just say he's probably the most producible bachelor ever. He's so you think more than Colton? Yeah. I guess so, because Colton yeah, kind of ran away from it. <laughs> you know what? Colton he's was such a good gamer. bachelor. I think I he's such a good bachelor. I think he is too, but I definitely he's so think sincere. he's so naive. He, well, he is in the sense that he keeps saying like, you guys know I believe this works more than anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, man, you and your mom are like the most hardcore bachelor fans we ever. We believe Sweetie Petey is just like 100% genuine and... He's the but most luminous human, like human I've ever met, but completely naive. There's this moment where he really shows his naivete in this episode, but we'll talk about it when we get there. So let's, okay, start, okay, okay, okay. let's start off with Alea drama. So, you know, while I thought last week he guaranteed Alea was going to stick around what, for right? another week with that rose, apparently that rose came around for like 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Did not carry. Did, no, no one is safe with the rose no, now. No, apparently nobody is safe that with the rose. That was crazy to me. Has ever Rose ever been taken back before in our memories? I can't remember Mm-mm. when, but I do think it points. Like you say, we can say all these things about Peter, and I think Peter's going to do great. I, I would just continue to reassure him, like, this is going to be great for you, man. All this is going to end well. It's going to hurt for a while, but like you're going to end on a high note here. I think what it points to is he's so confused. I know. Like, and he just like wanted he to gave not a rose because he thought it was going to be the good decision. Then it becomes a bad decision. Then <sighs> yeah. he has to take it back. And now he's lost again. And I think we're, what we're seeing is we can watch it from TV and go, I'm following the storyline. I don't think Peter is following anything no, right now in his own head. And I, I think he thought he was going to squash the drama by mm-hmm. getting her off again. And then, nope, there's still more. There's <laughs> always there's more. Oh, yeah. Poor thing. I've, I don't know if I said this on the podcast last week, but he definitely thinks micro, not macro. He's like, mm. what is going to be like good for me and her in this moment? I without know, thinking about how it's going to work out for everyone yeah. in like the bigger picture. Like when he takes the girls aside and like asks them, or when he... Br- Oh my, it's later in the episode, but when he brought up to Kelsey, like, 
Yeah, so some girl said you were mentally unstable. Just wanted to check in on that. And I'm yeah, like, emotionally oh, unstable. Bro, why would you? Like, you have, yeah. you have no idea the drama you're bringing upon yourself when you're doing this, man. Like, Yeah, I think nobody's going to get defensive when somebody calls you crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I hear you're a little crazy. Oh. Brush it off, no problem. Uh, someone said you were an alcoholic and mentally unstable. No big. Just wanted to check with you on that, on your perspective. Uh, but I still see something here we're progressing forward. Mm-hmm. I think he really doesn't know what he's doing when he like communicates with the women sometimes. Yeah. Uh-uh. yeah. I feel no. bad. Okay, so, but Alea. Yeah, Alea. So he lets her go, and I, I, I think felt it was bad a, for her. I, I felt know. bad for her, too. I mean... But she was, was taking ringer. a beating, man. It was, it was, and we talked about this on our podcast, that we're not Alea fans. Exactly. But we think that, I mean, none, none of it was valid, except that they no, personally totally. didn't like her. Absolutely. So that's what I keep saying. Uh, she definitely wouldn't be friends with Becca and I in the house. No. Not our cup of tea. Right. No. But the thing is... She never really did anything. It was all hearsay and it was all just vibes. And it was all, like, oh, I don't like her vibes. Yeah. And it was all personal. Sydney, which mm-hmm. we see again. Yeah, Sydney is Sydney is a good conniver. You know why? Because she um she hasn't done anything wrong, and yet I'm still very worried about her. <laughs> like I'm worried I would not she would worry me in the house. Like she was gonna try to get me into something mm-hmm. without implicating her herself yeah, yeah exactly mm-hmm. i don't you know sleep how to with say one it. eye open around sydney in my opinion. truly even here as a host on this podcast i don't know what to say to her <laughs> i don't know what to say is like worrying me about her because i'm a little afraid that i'll get myself in trouble because i have nothing to go off of well because she goes because <laughs> she goes on the attack and when she goes on the attack she doesn't back down mm-hmm. she is like yeah i don't know they found the right word to use. The one word that's like not super offensive, but yet we can look at it a couple different ways. Princess? Mis- no. Oh, mysterious. Mysterious. And then he tells, Mis- he calls her mysterious and she goes, oh, I get told that all the time. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think I'm so mysterious too, right? I'm like. Yeah. It's like, well, just nobody knows you, kid. Like, <laughs> We're all just scared of you. That's all. <laughs> yeah, just shake it up a bit. Okay. Here, let's organize our thoughts a little bit. We've got to walk through this episode one one time because we have to make a story at the end. And I have a question for all of you, Ashley included, that I, I, I think I've unlocked the key to trying to figure out how Peter gets better here and what happens. Um we see Leia go home. Peter cracks his head open. Uh, the girls are, are fighting. Sydney goes on, on a one-on-one date. And then we're back at the house. Kelsey is venting to Tammy. Oh, boy. And <sighs> this really sets the tone for the rest of the episode. This scene here is really the way that this rest, kind of the rest of the episode shakes out from. When you see this, I know that you all have your opinions. I'm going to let you take it over. Ashley, I know you're you're saying that she's not crazy, she's not drunk, she has nothing to be ashamed of here. How Other do you know are... I'm about to say that? <laughs> <laughs> he apparently knows me too well in my interpretations of people in the episode. Okay, well, you know what? I was just about to say that. So obviously I'm on Kelsey's side here. I was the crier in the house, the very emotional person in the house. And I couldn't stand being emotion shamed. And she is like being emotion shamed, like no other, like, I can't believe that she's crying, like really minding her own business. And yeah, sure. Maybe she had too much to drink, but like, is that also a crime in the house? 
no, no or anywhere no. no so then like tammy makes it like she has a problem one a drinking problem and then there's like the whole pill popping problem oh. which is oh my god what she she's seen at night taking her like nightly birth control and like she's, <laughs> she's pill popping, popping. Pills. you know how that is oh my god that's oh my so god. horrible but then um but like why would tammy tammy really thinks this is a red flag that she needs to bring up okay. to peter because she's overly emotional are no. you kidding here's me? the other issue this is the almost the bigger issue that i have with it one she doesn't own up with up to it when kelsey mm-hmm. says who said something and she just sits there minding her own business like not owning up to it mm-hmm. and secondly when kelsey finally confronts her about it like did you talk about me she says she turns around and says, I'm concerned about you. Oh, yeah. BS. That is such a I'm concerned about you, but then later says, my concerns about you are infringing on my relationship with Peter. Which both not, of those not, is trash. I'm like, not giving my heart and headspace enough to Peter. I'm giving it to you. I was like, mother effing stop yeah mm-hmm. yeah i don't think i've ever seen you so impassioned actually <laughs> and the thing is we were emotional like, um, emotional this this emotional, emotional shaming ca- shaming is where ashley gets passionate I, i'm yes. seeing it yes it's just really this is the thing i have with the girls these seasons this season they just keep bringing up stuff that's not just shut your mouth it's, it's all not personal about you. they're making it just personal like you don't like someone so i'm gonna go tell peter that they're a bad person because of this reason this reason and this reason yes. instead of just yeah. being like yeah just stay away from them in the house you don't need to be their best friend yeah. just like what also know. bothers me is they keep we we talked about that we were texting about this last night they keep saying peter's not respecting us or we don't trust peter they are not respecting Peter mm-hmm. because they did not respect his judgment with Alea, first of all, which I always think trust the person's judgment that they're going to figure out about this person's character. I said, OK, of course we say that and that tattling is always a bad look yes. on the show. But for Peter not to make like that decision to take it on for himself that early on in the season was right. weird to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, then when he turned it around and said like when he actually gave the rose back to her, like I understand how they were pissed because all of them wanted her gone. But I was also like what he was asserting was I'm not going to be swayed by petty drama and this is what I want and this is what my heart wants. And I thought that that was actually admirable of him. I don't think he should have sent her home in the first place if he didn't want to. Yeah. But like... I thought it was even more wishy-washy than when he sent her home after. And well, then, like, I don't know. And then and then they're also now still tattling about Kelsey, about her being emotionally unstable, all this. I'm like, I'm sure he'll figure it out on his own. Why is her crying affecting them? It, It's not. It's not. They can't keep <laughs> to themselves about other people's business. Ben? The, the thing, when all of you there in the room are in committed relationships and You've, if, if you're not currently, then you've been through them. I don't know about you, but there's one thing that happened to me this week where I was watching it and I was trying to mirror it into my own life. Mm. And I have a girlfriend now uh, who it, it's a very healthy relationship. And I've never I was thinking about this, heard her intentionally like bring down somebody else that's not in the room. Like mm-hmm. if she has a problem, she'll confront that person and say, Hey, I don't understand where you're coming from. Like you, you don't make sense to me right now. Like I want to understand this better, but she would never come to me as her partner and be like, that girl's crazy. She's a drunk. Stay away she's from her. 
stay away from her. She would never murder somebody's name like that. Because no. she has And if character. she did, it would be a red flag for me because I know that's not making me a better person and making me love people anymore. While, so my point here is if Peter has all these women coming to him all the time, bad-mouthing somebody else in the house, at some point he has to look around and go, there is not a, like, a woman here who could be totally. my partner. Mm-hmm. Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, Ben, did any women come to you on your time as The Bachelor Talking about another. talking about another woman, and you actually appreciated it. I honestly, I know I'm going to get this wrong, and one of the super fans out there will probably tell me my life more than I remember it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I can't remember. I don't think so. There there really was never. I mean, the one villain on my season was Olivia. Yeah. But Olivia wasn't like a villain. She wasn't mean to she the other like a women. bad person. Mm-hmm. She yeah. wasn't a bad person. One of the girls, I know, one of the twins came to me at some point and said, "Hey, like." Olivia like hurt me and I remember her crying, but it was a big moment. That was maybe the only time it wasn't Olivia sucks. It's Hey, Olivia hurt me, which is different. Yeah, which is different. Like I'm, I'm in pain. I need to talk about it with somebody, um, outside of the girls. And I get that. Like, that's fine. She was confiding in me, well, but or, I don't remember that. Or I was thinking like Hannah season with Luke. I think some of the guys came forward to her saying that like Luke is lying about this and that. And like, if I was the lead and someone said like, Hey, this person is telling you this and they're directly yeah. lying mm-hmm. and saying something completely different with us. I would want to know about that. But just being like, we don't like her and we think she's fake or we think that she's emotional. I'd be like, stop wasting my time. Yeah. If you find out that like someone has a boyfriend, like, please let sure. me know. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're like, she bothers me because like she wears too much perfume and her voice is too high. Like, don't talk to me about it. I just yeah. want to go about my way and choose who I'm going to choose. Well, he is kind of indulging in it too, mm-hmm. which is a little bit part of it. I know that I'm hypocritical here because I've definitely come, come to people on the show and been like, I don't like her. I don't like, I don't know how you like her. <laughs> Why did you do that, Ashley? Because I get... Wait, you did? Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, you did. But, um, well, I think there are different circumstances. Um, I think that it was more... I don't... Do I have to get into the past now? <laughs> now I want to know. I'm going to go just, back to season. What was your thought process? Um, it was... I guess it was kind of like what Kelly was saying, where it was like, how can you like me and also like her at the same time? When, We're completely wait, what was Kelly people. saying about that? Kelly said that on her one-on-one. About who? She like brought Hannah Ann out as an yeah. example, but she was like, don't make it a big deal. She's like, don't make okay, it about okay, Hannah okay. Ann. She's it's easy. just like, like how can you like a girl? Different yeah, place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think it was more like that. It was like, how could you get along with like somebody like that and then also get along with me and, and me also saying... He's like, oh, because she's hot. Well, I, think, <laughs> I, I don't know. Because then there's like the fake thing. And I'm like, I'm all about like calling people out for being fake too. And because that's because I think they're not being genuine in the in the circumstance that is The Bachelor. I say wait it out though. Like there's 13 girls. He's going to start cutting. Oh, yeah. no, totally. I do think this is too early to be doing all of it's that. It's like once you get into the top like six or seven or that kind of thing. And then you're like seeing this, their relationship really deepen. And maybe if there's some serious red flags. There's so much to say about this episode. Well, hey, we do. We have to move forward into the group date. The girls are doing a photo shoot with Peter for Cosmopolitan. But, I'll start this conversation out by saying there's never been a date more awkward, in my opinion, than this one here. Oh and I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> we are going to revisit Kelsey, though, right? We're definitely going to okay. revisit okay. Kelsey. <laughs> have too much more Thanks to say. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, there's um, it's a weird date. The, the Cosmo date is definitely like I would be. Oh, God. I like I'm, how Cosmo is trying to rebrand, too. They're like, we're all about empowering women. And, like, that's <laughs> our mission. I'm like, really? Because I think it's just like 17 ways to 
suck his you know what. I will say <laughs> no, no, Cosmo is different. And, and yes, I do write for Cosmo, so I know I have to. I do have to defend them though, because I feel like Cosmo has changed a lot over the past couple That's years. Good to hear. To the fact that I even like, I'm like, where are those sex tips? Like, I'm like, I need them now. Where are they <laughs> now? now? I have to hunt for them. I know, and now I can't, I can't find them. And now it's all about like doing great in your career and moving ahead and beating the boys. I'm like, darn it. Good, good. I'm like, I'm like, I need the other stuff as well, please. But I have questions. <laughs> okay, so yeah, they, they take pictures. Um, it, it's just, it's. I felt like this date was not much stub substance to it. Like, there's not much to talk about except for the fact that it was like. No one made a big deal about Victoria kissing him, which I thought was. Interesting. I was gonna say, oh. yeah, we have to stick on this, Jess. I'm with you, you, you here. I, I, I feel like I feel like this date was very on brand to the dynamic that's been going on. Let's make it a competition about what girl gets to be on the cover of Cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. That's vicious. That's the only group date competition I've ever truly wanted to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, I don't care if it's football or like a no. real. Race, but an I'm obstacle the, course. You don't want the twenty thousand dollars revolve clothing. <laughs> oh, actually, that was a good one. Was good. <laughs> that wasn't bad. But yeah, here's the thing, though. I had one rule, really, like I and I did a lot of things wrong during my time on The Bachelor. I do f- tell anybody this is a good rule to keep if you're going to be the lead. I had one rule that I stuck to: don't kiss any of the yep. other contestants in front of the other contestants yep. ever. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, no matter like, what the scenario, never do that. That's what I'm saying. He's like oblivious to the drama that he's inciting between the women. Like he's really like not aware of it. And he was kissing the favorites. So like, of course, it's going to spark <laughs> issues. Like, I don't know how you do that. Which and it surprisingly didn't that we saw. It didn't. It didn't. I think he's just been doing it so often. They're like, oh, this is part of the competition. I guess so. Normally, it would be like, oh, I accidentally walked by that room while they were having their one-on-one time and they were kissing, but nothing like on a podium. <laughs> well, except weird. for like, except for like, you know, Corinne and Nick yeah. and that kind of thing. But that was like sort of on brand. Yeah. So later at the cocktail um, hour, I love Natasha. Natasha, oh my- doesn't she kill it? <laughs> she's just so funny because she's always she's always just basically like f peter so. <laughs> i think anytime her and peter have had a conversation it's her confronting him i don't think it's ever been a conversation not involving a confrontation yeah i know right I love talk it. about like talking about other people during exactly. your alone time exactly but sometimes i have to just say Sometimes, like, you don't know what the heck else to talk about because you don't have any friends outside of this thing. Mm. You'd have no commonalities, like, in front of you. You're not, like, on a regular date where you can be like, this beer is good. Um, Like, have you watched that show, like, on the TV? Like, there's a whole bunch of things that don't come up naturally. Mm -hmm. And every, you know how you're like, I know this is random, but, but, like, on the show... Everything is random. Uh-huh. Every conversation. You it's just out have to like context. Pull yeah. <laughs> out of thin air. That's so interesting. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. Oh, I'd fully spill all the tea then. Sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're like, oh, thank God. There's somebody we can talk about that we both know. I would almost keep her around too, just for accountability. I almost feel like at this point, he's like, I don't think you like me that much. Yeah. For, for whatever reason, you've stuck around. Like, I'm going to keep you here because it keeps me a better person. And you and I both straight. know where this is ending. It's totally. only better for you if you stick around a little while. So, like, let's make it work. At this group date, uh, Kelsey says that she's falling in love with him. Oh, cool. And Hannah Ann gets the group date rose. He really feels like she's been giving 100%. It's so funny because we couldn't stand Hannah Ann at the beginning of the season. She's fine now. And now she's pretty much the only one that I have neutral to positive feelings about. I would say (laughs) my most neutral of feelings. Yes. Yes. 
Yes. That's a really real. Don't just bypass that thought. <laughs> we will for the sake of this podcast for time, but just mark that in your history of your life and remember that <laughs> as the season goes on, that at one point you said the only one I'm can semi appreciate yep. is Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously, one hundred percent. All right. So then there's more Kelsey stuff, but we will. Uh, that's where like the whole Kelsey emotional uh, instability comes in, but we'll we'll address that when she goes to have her one-on-one time yeah. with Peter later in the episode. So the next date is Kelly's date, and I, again, love Kelly. I, because, I do love mm-hmm. Kelly. Me because too. she is, like, so, to me, real. She's just not going to giggle at things that aren't funny. She's also not that into him. She's not that mm-hmm. into him. <laughs> but she was mm-hmm. when they first met, that's for sure. I think that's why she's been kind of, like, spiraling. Like, when she got the one-on-one date, she's like, oh, shoot. Like, nah, Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, God. And even, so awkward. Even when he asked her to accept the rose, I feel like she would have been okay if he said, I'm actually not going to give it to you. She's over it. I think she's been like, all these girls are fighting over this guy, and she's like, yeah, he's cute, and he's very, very sweet, but I... I and I think that Peter is a smart guy and he's a great conversationalist. And I'm not saying anything about his intelligence whatsoever. Um, but I think that he, she probably just wants somebody who will be like a little bit more cerebral. Well, and he's naive, like you said. Yeah. And like she's not. Yeah, like she wants to talk about law and politics and stuff like that. And I don't know if that's what he may want to talk about that. But in demonstration of like how he is and what he talks about with the other girls, it doesn't like it doesn't come across to her probably like he does because his conversations with the other girls are so classic Bachelor from what we're seeing. It's like, I'm feeling great about us. Are you feeling good about us? Oh, that's Let's awesome. Kiss. I really mm-hmm. like the way that like we're doing and like you're showing me like a beautiful heart and soul. And like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. uh, that's why I loved watching their day because it was like, oh, this is an actual conversation. We are mm-hmm. like going back and forth about our opinions. Mm-hmm. I feel the, like, sorry, go ahead, Ben. Well, I was just going to say, let's too, but as you start to share that thought here, I want to just preface this. With, with understanding where Kelly's coming from. Yes, I don't love the fact that she told him she's how mature she is. You you all yes, listening the know that. Yes, Yes, that drove me up the wall, and it was yeah. my first thing that really <laughs> made me angry. But I also get where she's coming from because we just kind of skipped over it, which was good that we did, but we have to bring it back now that we're talking about this. There is a context here where Tammy and everybody's arguing, right? And mm-hmm. these girls are watching this. Some girls are giggling. Some girls, like, pull out their popcorn and are watching – other girls are like witnessing from afar. This gets wild fast as Kelly sits there within it as somebody that probably is a little more mature, mm-hmm. is pretty smart, like really smart, mm-hmm. and is going, this is crazy. I don't fit in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely doesn't fit in there. No, and I get where she's coming from when she does bring up like I'm not, I don't see myself being like any of these other girls. So like... Do we have a future together? Mm-hmm. Is this yeah. what you want? Right. And like, this is what I want. Maybe it's problematic if someone says that they're more mature if uh, they're not. But she <laughs> seems so clearly more mature. Like you're saying, demonstrating that she's never getting involved in any of the drama. We haven't seen her involved in any of it uh-uh. yet. And I'm sure she feels like on an, an overwhelmed basis, more mature. I mean, I would never day to day. I, I, I would also feel, I don't know. I hope I haven't said that about myself. I would feel uncomfortable saying about that myself. Like I'm very mature sure. for my age, but you when, may have said it on your, season. maybe <laughs> In, I, that's why, that's why when I say that, I'm like, Oh geez, as, as you were the oh, young geez. one, isn't it crazy? But I was being attacked for it. So that's different. Isn't it crazy how at 23, you were, you were 22 or 22. You were the young one. Now it's like the average age. Mm-hmm. I know. And it's also, that's the thing. So I'm sitting here watching, watching it and I'm like oh I feel so mature for my age these women are 25 26 and this is just such it's just all dumb it's just Mm -hmm. all dumb 
Mm-hmm. It's all dumb. It just <laughs> sucks. <laughs> they do. So many of them suck this season. I'm sorry. Like they really screwed over Pete with this crop of women. Mm-hmm. I really think so. They're really pretty. I mean, that's like, what every time like somebody says that, like I get the response, like they're really pretty. Yeah. <laughs> or at yeah. least that's what I get from guys. But I'm finding myself so much less like attracted to them. I, th- I thought that they were so physically attractive mm-hmm. and I'm finding them so much less physically attractive as I'm watching this stuff play out. I can understand like, that. I don't find them as pretty as I did at the beginning. I can understand And that. Colton had a lot of young women, but it wasn't the same kind of drama mm-hmm. or the level of it or the pettiness. We've talked about it many times on the podcast, just how, as we get to know the contestants, uh, at first, everybody's beautiful. Um, Mm -hmm. Once you get to know more, their stories start to show and you start to have your favorites. Here's the thing, and we'll get into it in a second. Uh, Right now, favorites aren't a plenty on this season. When we come (laughs) back, uh, we're going to summarize the ending of the episode. That's definitely wild and crazy. We're also going to talk favorites. I have a question for these three that I think might help us understand Peter a little bit better, but let's take a break and come back. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? 
Cauliflower's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Cauliflower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Cauliflower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Cauliflower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Cauliflower, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Okay, so here's the scenario. Everything's chaos. Riots are ensuing. Peter's confused. Cars are being flipped. Cars are being flipped and glasses are being slammed into our faces. And now we get to this point in the episode where Kelly's one-on-one happens and it goes well. We like Kelly. We don't know if there's anything there for them. Mm-hmm. And we get back to the end. Kelsey sneaks over to the house. They have a really good conversation. I'm just going to summarize this quickly. They have a great conversation. I felt like she was open and honest with him, which is what you want in a relationship. He responded well. They have a great time. But it brings about drama that we need to talk about. So, And this is where my question for you three come in. And then I'm going to let you loose here. So we know that chaos has happened this season. We know there's a lot of little fire starters that are talking about everybody else. So what you would think to do as the lead would be to cut off the drama at the root. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Totally. 
So, are you referring to roses? Is that a great like little? Oh, I there? like that. Wow. Nice Here's my question <laughs> for you pun three. Not intended. <laughs> Where do you cut off the drama this season? If you're Peter and everything's chaos around you, no wonder he cancels the cocktail party because he can't <clears throat> probably take any more of it. Mm-hmm. Where do you cut off the drama? It's unclear to me. I want to hear from you. I think it's in his position. I don't think it'd be clear to him, but me mm-hmm. watching, I know exactly who I Where? Are we yeah, going to see him? He's the one that starts it all. <laughs> just remove, <laughs> remove yourself, yourself from the season. <laughs> Loki, no, I just got in, through. In that I'm gone, guys. I yeah. suck this. I'm out. <laughs> um, we're bringing Barb. In that conversation, he was the one that stirred up the drama by being producible and naive by extending Kelsey the rose in that moment, not seeing that it, by doing so that was going to create far more drama than if he were to just hold back and give her the rose a couple hours later, totally. because sure he may have been thinking in that moment. Oh, what a relief. She's going to be able to go into tonight. Just chill, mm-hmm. relax. It's a great feeling. It is a great feeling going into a rose ceremony with a rose. I never did it. Seems like a great feeling. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, um, but she would have been far <laughs> when more. When she came back to the house, yeah. she's just holding it like, uh, yeah. Really uh, holding it. It's like she would have been far more relaxed if she didn't have to come back. Mm-hmm. And she could have had with the sense of their their conversation meant that she was through to another week. And she wouldn't have to explain to the other girls that he, she got a rose early because she went over there. She was rewarded it's for going true. over there. It's true. It's very true. It's true. Actually, it's quite a good point. Yeah. I see that I'm seeing a little trio of a little mm-hmm. of a little catty, catty junior high girl kind of trio going on. And it's looking like Victoria P, Sydney and Victoria F. Wow. Um, I'm not sure if I put Victoria F yeah. in there. I don't know about Victoria. I want to hear your thought. I want to hear your thoughts. This Let's listen is why out. I think Victoria F is a huge red flag because virtually every time they have a conversation, I actually, so you know when they had a one-on-one talk this time and she was like, you forgot my birthday? Yeah. I thought she was going to do the thing she does every time where she runs into the corner, says that she's going to leave. Threatens, threatens to, to leave, leave <laughs> until he begs her to stay and says they have a connection. I, mm-hmm. I half expected her to do that. Every single time, it's always this thing of like, but I'm ruining this for you or like, but I can't do this. And then, Oh wait, actually I'm amazing at this. Like that's how she is during the photo shoot. Two weeks ago, she couldn't get on stage during the, like the, you know, she was so nervous and so shy. And now she's like, I am in a sports illustration. She's on a Cosmo cover now. Yes. And with the, the heights thing. And then she, how she blew the, in my opinion, blew the chase thing. So out of proportion. She just always seems like, a little bit like playing this manipulative game where it's like, I'm going to go. And then he's like, no, don't. And she's like, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, would me, that would get me too though, yeah. Becca. I'm yeah. telling you right I, now. I think it works. Yeah. It I would think work. It works. Oh, I would I, be all about it. I'd be like, no, please stay girl. I'll do whatever you need. <laughs> so great having a male's perspective. Yeah. See, I think it totally would work, but I am seeing you, that as even manipulative. Even when you just did that thing you just did yeah. when you're like, I'm not good at this. And you threw your arms up there a second ago. I'm good at that. I was like, oh, yeah. wow. I've never found Becca more yeah. attractive. <laughs> I'm overcoming and that's kind of like her thing and then Victoria P I mean he's not addressing how she I don't know no I don't trust Victoria, Victoria P, P as well first of all there's the Alea thing second yeah. um, in this situation now Victoria P is now admittedly the one who brought up the pill, the pill popping yeah. and for some reason she's able to cross her arms and be like well I admitted it so now I don't take any fault <laughs> and everyone just lets 
She gets away with everything. Because her truth is her truth, Jess. I appreciate that about her. (laughs) And then, of course, Sydney is just always, like, on the attack. Super, like, aggressive in people's faces. Like, she is, like, yelling in people's faces. And when she confronts... When she decides to tell Tammy, like, I would never consider talking about other girls to Peter. And it's like, what? Where were you like three days ago? What were you doing? And so Tammy oh says God, that back so to her. She was the starter with the Alea She stuff. started everything. There's yeah. a lot of amnesia happening in this season. <laughs> yes. It's like, I remember like last week, Peter said Kelsey was like so drama free and low key. And we're like, Peter, do you remember Champagne Gate? Yeah, this happened like well, that was this? really. I still think it's really weird that he has a so it's, it's a tense relationship with Kelsey, but like doesn't remember how like apparently she was a bully a couple weeks ago, and he was so disturbed by the bully accusation. No, I still can't get over this. Well, so then Tammy throws it back at at, at Sydney, and it was like you started the Alea stuff, and mm-hmm. then and then. Um, Sydney just totally deflects and she's like this is crazy you're like, crazy, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah, she is nuts yeah, this is crazy, crazy. and but, it's like whoa okay I thought that they were going to make it like I thought they were going to actually show no support for Kelsey this this episode I thought like all the girls were going to uh-huh. be like against Kelsey and I was so they had relieved talked, they had talked a bunch of crap on her yeah. behind her back before mm-hmm. yeah but I was so relieved to see them turn on Tammy <laughs> because Tammy really was the root of this problem yeah she um, was just, just even though well, they, here's the thing though drama like we we're talking about drama Kelsey last week was the least dramatic but the mm-hmm. like because she it's wasn't around. Comparison. It's the she, environment you're living in. Like right, if everybody's yeah. dramatic and you just say a few things that cause a fight, right now you're looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like this is a pretty easy season to make it to the end. Well, look like, at Maddie. Maddie hasn't said out. a word. Cruise. Same with Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann has been really good too. And then Ke- then Kelly's the other one who mm-hmm. hasn't really touched anything. Kelly's like has her bag packed. She's ready to dip it any second. Yeah, She's like, I'm out. I know. Hey, Wait. Jess, we didn't hear from you. I really want to know who you would cut off at the root. I mean, same as Becca. To me, it's Victoria P. and Sydney for sure right now. Yeah. Those are the but two. She's not going to see the Sydney thing for. I don't think he's ever. I don't think he's going to see the Sydney thing. <sighs> the Sydney thing, like I said, she makes me very nervous. She makes me a little. She scares me a little bit me too. But she's the girl that like scares you, and you st- you're like, I don't think I'm going to go after her because I think she's going to win the argument, even though I don't know how she's going to win the argument. She's going to. Oh, what? I would destroy but it's, her. It's Sydney, but it's Sydney. <laughs> yeah, you would. I would love to see that. I would love to see. But the Sydney and Victoria P. are the two to me that I'm just like baffled every episode who cause drama and somehow get, get away. With everything, and the thing with Kelsey, which I appreciate, is though yes, there is is drama. Everyone in the house seems to like her because they forget about the drama quickly. She just hasn't done anything to anyone else. Right. The only time she talked crap was with Hannah Ann and the whole champagne bottle, (laughs) which you know that was a little bit of an exaggeration, but whatever. (laughs) And before we move on from Kelsey, I have in my notes. I just want to be clear as the girl, the spokesperson for the crying girls. Mm. Emotional doesn't mean insecure. Emotional doesn't mean that you're emotionally unstable it doesn't mean that you're having an emotional breakdown True. when you're crying True. even if you're crying every day in, a, in an environment <laughs> hours. even an environment like the bachelor i think it's perfectly normal to i cry was crying every day. a lot yeah it's, um yeah. are you talking about Difficult. when victoria f called her out and said this is a show for secure women so like figure it out oh she did say that yeah mm. oh that was bad and then Brutal. um mm. like being emotional doesn't mean that you're nuts um 
No. Drink it. You can't call. Don't call her out on a drinking problem. You have absolutely no idea whether mm-hmm. she has or doesn't have. No, that um, was way out of line. Mm-hmm. Her emotions are not infringing on anybody else's relationship with Peter. Mm-hmm. And and that's basically all I have to say. There was a moment, and it reminded me a lot of one week that I had in The Bachelor, and it was the same week. It was week five. She was like, you guys think that I'm the crazy one here for crying? Why the hell aren't you crying? (laughs) You guys are being ridiculous for not crying. I was like, I don't believe you guys like him if you're not this emotional. (laughs) Jen said that she was like, I actually believe. I said, I think the only two people who are actually like really in love with Peter are McKenna and Kelsey at this point. You're probably right. Those are the two I believe. Kelsey hasn't talked to him yet, but she (laughs) loves him. But she's in love with him wholeheartedly. Kelsey was also honest. Like when Tammy said, like, did you talk about me? And Kelsey was honest. Kelsey said, yes, I brought up and I said that you said this and this, but that's all I said. And she was was truthful when confronted about it. I I really don't love this part. And team, we're going to get into your podcast here at the very end. So stick with us here. But I really want your honest feedback here. All this is fun and games. This whole show is fun and games. It, it can work. I think we all agree. Like, hey, it, this could possibly work. We, we, you know, we have a successful relationship sitting in the room from it. But you have to be really careful on the show. And I wish people would take this responsibility when they get casted for questioning somebody's character and saying something that could last mm. with them outside of the show. Very when you're true. in the show, you know, do your thing, yeah. date, get mad at each other, argue, whatever, little tiffs, little fights. But the pill popping part, I don't understand to me why this wasn't a bigger deal for everybody to stop in the room mm. and go time out. Yeah. This is a conversation and, and a serious conversation for us as we're just spouting it off when we're sitting at a cocktail party about somebody having a pill addiction that we're just going to pass over and argue about. Like how did nobody step up and go time out guys. This is a big deal. Like yeah. this could really hurt somebody for a long time. And she doesn't have to disclose her Adderall prescription, which she was no, also I talking I'm about. And I'm like, that is really private information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that, that was, was a really serious moment for me. Like that was, I was watching this. I was saying, this is all funny. I'm laughing up until this point. And now somebody's back there going, yeah, I just said she had a pill addiction. Cause I said, I saw her taking some pills. I know it's so crazy. You should have so seen crazy. the drugstore that I have. <laughs> Yeah, but not for emotional stuff, right, Ash? No, not at all. No, No, I mean, it's true. Like this is sad. And from somebody, from me personally, who have who has struggled with pills in their life Mm -hmm. at different points in times, Mm -hmm. like that to me was like you got to be like this is this is not funny anymore. Mm -mm, No. And but and then then it gets funny again. So then it gets out of it because then it kind of moves on to whatever else they're arguing about. And I do want to just highlight and say everybody should go watch this episode again, rewind it to this point. You have like three girls, I don't know their names at this point, that are sitting on the couch like in the back with their eyes wide open just watching this go down. And I know these moments and I would love for the people that have been on the show and Jess, for you that love this show to speak to this. Those moments were like – Everybody wonders how edited this is. These are the moments that cannot be edited. This is so this true. is beautiful. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun to see the reactions. <laughs> it's so true. And also, really? it's like, I don't know why people think it has to all be so produced. It's like, look, this season is a perfect example. Throw like 20 girls in a room, <laughs> throw in some alcohol with yeah. it, and like, boom, just stand back and let the fire let the fire uh, blow out of control. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about the rose ceremony. So the cocktail party was canceled. 
um, which is the perfect time, you know, perfect scenario for a rose ceremony cocktail party to be canceled. And Tammy can't. Um, so she interrupts and says, can I talk to you? She says, from what we saw, very inconsequential stuff. Right. <laughs> right. Um, McKenna interrupts. I know, I didn't also, even really take note of it. I was like, this is no, not saying No, she didn't say important. anything. Well, what, what I think is like, I what we said before, what we noticed in the beginning is it seems like, like um, you know how on the first episode, a lot of times The Bachelor will just cut the people they didn't talk to? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, we, I didn't get a chance to talk to her, so she's going home. Peter did the opposite, where it's like he actually kept all the girls like the first night who he didn't talk to. And so it seems like now, this time, it seems like if he has any like feelings at all and he still feels like he needs to test it out, he's going to give that person a chance. And I think maybe that's what happened with Tammy. Like he wanted mm-hmm. to see her side of the Because he sent home Shan and, and Lexi and it doesn't seem like he had he a has killer connection with, with no. the two of them. There's never been any mentionable moments for them. Yeah. And I guess like he and Tammy have kind of had some fun moments. Mm-hmm. So that is probably where he was like, okay, I know there's no hope there. So yeah. we'll just move on from them that seems to be more of his mo i also wonder too if tan if like at some point he's he's smart enough to go i'm so confused right now everything's so chaotic i'm not getting clear answers from anybody at least tammy's like trying to like talk to me about stuff like yeah it's not pretty she's probably not the one for me this is not getting any better but at least she's trying to communicate with me where some of these other women aren't at all even though her only communication is bad mouthing other people that's not good either yeah question for you guys do you think that those conversations that he was pulled aside for did anything in changing his mind or do we think that that was the roster he was going to keep i don't think it changed his mind i don't think it did either no i'm gonna agree with that they were just they were all as like you said inconsequential conversations yeah and really time wasting yeah I mean, maybe they were longer. Maybe they, they, maybe. they did come across as being very short. Maybe. But I, I think he kind of already had his mind made up for sure. I bet they were really short. You think about how awkward this is. He's sitting like 15 foot away from the women. <laughs> <laughs> They're standing up there for God knows how long at this point. They're all a little anxious and ready to get out of there. Like he's probably going to keep those really, really, really short. Hey, um, Team, I'm going to go around the circle here. We'll start with Jess and end with Ashley. Thoughts so far on the season. We'll keep this short and concise. Thoughts on the season, thoughts on this last episode. And then we're going to take a break and we'll come back and talk all about Chatty Broads uh, with Becca and Jess. So Jess, um, thoughts on the season, thoughts on this episode. Um, I think this season is a hot mess, but I love it. And um, I do really, really love Peter. I think he's a really genuine guy. And I feel for him because I feel like it's going to just keep getting messier. Mm. Do you, who's your favorite? Do you have favorites right now? I mean, I thought I did, but at this point, people who weren't my favorites are starting to emerge, like Hannah Ann. And God, I just hope McKenna gets a one on one next week. Give the girl a one on one. Okay, she does. It yeah. looks like she does. <laughs> Give the girl a one on one. You know, I love hate this season because I think uh, it's um, crazy, but it's also sometimes like this episode was really infuriating for me to watch mm-hmm. and kind of like triggering when I was watching some of the, like Tammy was doing some gaslighting, Sydney was doing this whole deflecting thing. And it was just like frustrating. I wanted to be there and be like, I no. want to see you be there. <laughs> I want to be like, no, you need to be held accountable. Own up to it. Like there's <laughs> that kind of thing that just really grinded my gears and frustrated me. There's been a lot of injustice this season that's really mm. bothered me. Uh, that being said... Who's getting the wrong to the deal then? If you're speaking injustice, I who's like, getting... I felt like Alea did. She's mm-hmm. already gone. Okay. 
Um, and then now I just feel like there is injustice with women staying that I don't think should be staying who are being consistently re- rewarded for behavior that is bad. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's frustrating. And then I think I think that maybe I, I'm kind of wondering, like, what if Hannah Ann takes it all the way? I don't know. And then I'm th- I see Madison being the bachelorette. Yeah. So these sure. are my, we are actually totally unspoiled. But we they're not really no giving us much of Madison now. We don't really know much about She'll her. She'll come back around yeah, once all the drama's gone. Okay. In like top six. Or but whatever. then I, then again, I don't know because with all these super teases looking super crazy, like uh, at the very end, it seems maybe it's like one of the bad girls goes all the way. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I can't wait to see. My opinion is that it's been a really good season from a viewer's perspective because it's been so dramatic, mm-hmm. but I also don't think that Peter's going to find his wife in this bunch. And if he does, I think it might be, it would be Maddie. Because, mm. yeah. Tough. Yeah, because that's like, I feel like he's been blinded by a lot of beauty, a lot of sexuality. Yeah. I don't know how deep he's getting with some of these girls. Or he's being, yeah, yeah I think he's getting like a little blinded by it. Out of all the bachelors to have to deal with this, I do feel bad. I really, Me too. I really think he just wants his wife. I know, I really his Mrs. Weber. Too. <laughs> no. I know, I know. He really wants his Mrs. Weber. I, I know he wants his Mrs. <laughs> Weber. And uh, before this whole thing started, I knew he wanted that. And I do think that's why... I think he's starting to catch up with it, but I really do think he walked into this season naive. Um, he had a fairy, ta- a fairy tale like perspective of what this could be like. He wanted everybody to have such a good time that he thought everybody was going to get along. Yeah. Uh, and and that changed quickly. But hey, it is the Bachelor listeners. Um, <laughs> we're gonna take a break, and when we come back. Chatty Broads uh, is a podcast that we've got to talk about with two of our very special guests who just broke down the whole episode with us. Thank you for that. We'll come back with Becca and Jess here in just a second. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. 
It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper swaddlers and a diaper stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I love CVS. Let me tell you why. Take a look at your makeup. Dealing with Krispy Kreme's mucky mascara, goopy gloss. When you spring ahead for daylight savings, fling them out. Did you know that over-the-counter can get old? That's OTC can get OLD. Over-the-counter products like allergy relief and vitamins have expiration dates. When you spring ahead this week, Toss out those outdated items. They're yucky. Start fresh. Daylight savings time is coming up, and it's a perfect time to go through your closets, cabinets, and pocketbooks and throw out any outdated products. And CVS can help you save big on replacements during the CVS spring fling. Fling out the old, save big on the new. Check your mascara, creams, and sunscreens and replace anything that's outdated and may have lost its effectiveness. Same with ibuprofen, allergy relief products, and vitamins. Try free CVS pickup and get your order in in as little as one hour. Visit cvs.com slash spring fling for details. Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess is all about balance. They chat all about The Bachelor reality TV and spill the tea half the week. The other half, 
of the week. They discuss topics transparently like sexuality, spirituality, relationships, motherhood, mental health, and so much more. Episodes come out every Tuesday and Thursday. And you, yes, you can hear from the host yourself right now. Hey, Jess and Becca, tell us about Chetty Broads. First of all, you're such a good MC, Ben. I know. I'm not so good. You keep I, coming back on the back. I know. Oh. What a host. Oh, I like, I'm like, you take all the intros and outros. So good at it. So yeah. good. Impressive. No wonder I come back on The Bachelor. That's a good one. <laughs> no wonder yeah. why he's hosting Bachelor Live. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I'm actually really curious about how that's going. But enough about you. More about us. Yes. <laughs> uh, what was the question? So, like, tell us about this. So, I'm. we obviously just broke down the episode. You're great at that, and we understand that about you, too. You're going to talk pop culture and all those. I really want to know about the sexuality, spirituality, and relationships, mental oh, health yeah. part of this. The mm-hmm. stuff that's real, the stuff that your fans are listening to for an escape and a place to feel less alone. I imagine you two do that well, but I want to hear how you walk into those conversations mm-hmm. and why you two as hosts are worthy to be listened to, honestly. I mean, I sell feel us. like... <laughs> I'll sell us. Um, I do feel like Becca and I are really, we've made a commitment to be as vulnerable as possible. Like you're going to get the honest opinion and the honest truth about both of us. Like we're going to tell stories about ourselves that are not flattering (laughs) and we'll be honest about it. And I think because of that, we've been able to really connect with our listeners on topics like sexuality. When we're having a rough go, we'll talk about it on motherhood. We're talking about how it's not easy, how it's tough. I've shared a lot about some of my mental health struggles and I think a lot of our listeners have been able to feel connected that way because they don't feel alone hearing us talk about our struggles pretty openly. And also like a lot of the the topics happen to be topics that a lot of people can relate to. We both come yeah. from super conservative evangelical backgrounds. Uh, both of us were homeschooled at one point mm-hmm. and you know, it's something that we really connected on and talked a lot through the podcast. And the cool thing about the podcast is that we've gotten to know each other while recording it, which means that our listeners have joined in as we've mm-hmm. developed our friendship and have kind of been a part of that friendship as it's evolved. Uh, but yeah, navigating that and just navigating the things we don't know navigating Mm -hmm. um our relationships with our respective husband and boyfriend and navigating our identity um alongside personal identity alongside motherhood navigating our belief systems and then also it's like you know every once in a while we'll have like a quote big guest but a lot of the times people we're having on are just people that we're interested in hearing from um experts and stuff that we're curious about and even just some of our listeners coming on to share their stories and so i think we've created a pretty cool diverse community in our little chatty broads podcast world that is so cool and can i say how much you educate me becca on your instagram <laughs> thank you <laughs> isn't she so good at that she's so thank good yeah. i have become so much more like environmentally um mental <laughs> that conscious. started with the podcast we, thank you conscious started with the podcast we had a friend on the podcast who was just really broke down a lot of stuff that i had never even thought of mm-hmm. and that kind of kicked me off on like my journey but like that's the cool thing about our podcast that we are learning so much and then get to share that with other people yeah it's really inspired me personally just us having the podcast your Mm -hmm. compost pile and um all (laughs) the love it the less trash you have this week i've been like oh man i can't i can't believe how much trash jared and i accumulate as just two people living in a house hey but the awareness is like that's the first place Mm -hmm. like once you start realizing it then you know whether it's changed now or like two years from now it's something you start thinking about like even paper towels like i'll like try to keep one on the counter like if i just wipe something up really quick and they're it's totally not fully absorbed i'll just keep it there for the next time i spill a little something 
Yeah. It's like small things like that. Once it starts coming into your awareness, it's so important. That's mm-hmm. really cool. So thanks, Becca. Thanks for telling me that. <laughs> yeah, no, you really, there's many things that I've learned from from your Instagram. Thank you. And uh, which I, kn- I knew came from the podcast, which is why I bring it up, because those oh. are the kind of things that I know mm-hmm. you guys do talk about. Yeah. The, uh, there's this interesting trend, and I was just speaking about it at a, a workshop I, I spoke at this last week. And there's this trend in vulnerability that is coming out, and it's awesome, right? I mean, mm-hmm. vulnerability has been something that we've always claimed we've been a part of, but <laughs> you know, we, we're learning more and more what we've been suppressed by. And as a Christian myself, I get the whole, like I come from a conservative evangelical upbringing. I understand what you're saying when you we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The sexuality part of this is really interesting. And the part of the workshop I was doing was talking about this, the new show on Netflix with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow on the goop. And they do this whole thing Mm -hmm. um, where they, they bring a bunch of women into the room um, and they all get naked. Mm -hmm. And the whole purpose of this is to help everybody know that they're not alone, that when they look at their bodies and they say, Oh, this is a weird thing growing off of this, or Mm -hmm. is, you know, are my parts all looking like other women's or if they don't look like other women's am I abnormal or whatever that is. And they show this whole thing and it's beautiful because you have women for the first time in sometimes 50, 60 years breaking down going, I've always thought there was something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And now I'm realizing that there never was Mm -hmm. for you all. I will send off with this. This has been something I like, this is something I don't want to say I'm passionate about because it makes it sound like I'm an expert in it. I just like, I listen to those stories and you want to break me down. Tell me somebody 60 years old and just finding themselves for the first time. Seriously. Yeah. Like, I have chills. How heavy is that? And just like, but also how beautiful is that? So thank you um, to Becca and Jess uh, for chatting about everything that matters and and helping people feel less alone. I, I think no matter what your upbringing, mm. no matter where you come from, what your religious uh, belief system, no matter if you believe in God or not, uh, I personally believe as a Christian that if we can feel less alone, we're doing something really right. That's beautiful. Um, that is so beautiful. thank you guys. Appreciate that. Thank you. And Becca, we can't let you go without talking about the fact that you're pregnant and oh, you also yes. are so real about pregnancy oh, and all the struggles you. that go along with it. You don't, they don't do like the whole like... It's not like a mommy blogger thing where everything just seems perfect. Sometimes I wish I could be like that, but it just doesn't work out for me. <laughs> but everybody loves the real. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So when do you do? June. I feel like I'm always pregnant now. This is like she my is. new life. This is almost like this is. It's almost been two years since I've been drunk. Oh, I know. Yeah. I can't wait. It's so I've rough. just been aching to go out with her. I know. Yeah. It's so rough, but it's it's cool. It's a new season and uh, one where I'm learning so much about myself and. Uh, I love a good challenge. So being a mom is a pretty cool challenge. And uh, I don't know, just it's, it's illuminated so many different aspects of myself that I didn't know existed. And that's been really cool. And I'm in a state right now where I'm just very like chill and mellow and fine with just being like a recluse and just, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a new aspect and dynamic of my relation of my, yeah, I guess my relationship with myself and my personality that I hadn't explored before. Um, as somebody who will end up trying to get pregnant without the, within the next 12 months. It's not that much of a secret. I'm turning 32 next month. Do you have to come off spironolactone? Yeah, I got to get off spironolactone. <laughs> hey, I got it. I got something for you I need you, you to that. help me so bad with something. my skin. Um, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> we can Please do a whole podcast about pregnancy yeah. skin on one of our other podcasts. Oh, my pregnancy skin was horrible. Your skin looks amazing right now. Right now. Like, I can't right, Okay. Where are you getting at? Okay. Um, <laughs> give me some words of encouragement because like so often I just get like so many people tell us to wait. Like so many parents tell us like, 
well, you know, there's some people who are like, don't wait too long because, you know, you need like, you know, sure. the youth. But then there's some, <laughs> a lot of people will come up and be like, oh, wait as long as you can. And I'll be like, oh, God, why? Why? Well, welcome to L.A. Mm-hmm. That okay. one, yeah. First mm-hmm. of all. Also, yeah. Jess and I both had uh, unplanned pregnancies in very different scenarios. Her married and mm-hmm. on birth control getting oh, wow. pregnant. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's oh, wow. a whole other. That's a whole other story. Swimmers. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. And then... Yeah, my story is very different, but but you tried this time to get pregnant. No, oh, I thought it was planned. Okay, no, oh, but that's okay. You're a fertile woman. Nothing's, <laughs> pla- nothing's planned in my life anymore. You know, kind of, but, but but we did. I mean, we had had conversations about wanting to have okay. more children, yeah. and so it wasn't like ah! like it just was. It was a different scenario, mm-hmm. and we're very excited and happy, and it was uh, very like. Oh, well, weren't expecting that, but how exciting. And I guess it's going to happen now versus like a year or two Mm -hmm. from now. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, people always have advice on how you should do things and don't listen to any of it. I mean, not to any of it. Take it with a grain of salt for the people that care about you and have a lot of wisdom. But also, like, I think Jess can agree. I mean, it's such a cliche that there's no perfect time to be a parent. Yeah. But there's no perfect time to be a parent. You're never going to know all the things. You're never going to be, like, in the perfect financial state. Mm -hmm. You're never... So it's not as scary as people make it seem. No, not at all. I mean, I know like the first like week of finding out that I was surprised pregnant, I cried for a week just because it wasn't, it was just out of of my control. Right. And I'm a control freak. So that like wigged me out. Um, But just like Becca was saying, it just feels like, like every individual is different. Every pregnancy is different. Every parenthood like journey is different. So when someone says a definitive, you know, you should get pregnant at this point or that's too late or too early, or you should do this or that. It's just also you being in a place where you're wanting to like consider make be so considerate and like make the very best choice. That means that you're ready to parent, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're like, I mean, you see, I think you guys, yeah, do it. I'm always like, exciting. To hear all these kind of topics (laughs) and many more, uh, Jess and Becca, uh, where can they find the Chatty Broads podcast? Everywhere, 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 everywhere. Podcasts are located. Spotify, hey, Apple Podcasts, all that. Jess, Becca, thank you for coming on our podcast thank today. So the Almost Famous us. Podcast welcomes you. Thanks for everything you did for us and breaking down the episode. Uh, listeners, please go check out the Chatty Broads podcast everywhere. And when I say everywhere, I guess everywhere you can listen <laughs> to podcasts. <laughs> Becca and Jess, thanks a lot. The Bachelor Live on stage is about to hit the road and visit your hometown. It's so close. We leave this week for Mesa, Arizona. Becca and I cannot wait to help 66 Bachelors find a connection live on stage and have you, our live audience, help us guide him to handing out the final rose of the evening. I can't give it all away, but you may see a little special number that Becca and I have been practicing, but you'll have to be live in the theater to see our dance moves. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet to come hang out with me, Becca, and some special guests along the way, what are you waiting for? The amazing Molly Mesnick announced that she'll be handing out the date card at the Seattle show on March 7th. And we have a few more guests to announce very soon. We're also headed to Fort Myers, West Palm Beach, Clearwater, Melbourne, Jacksonville, Atlanta, New Orleans, San Antonio, Grand Prairie, and ending the tour in Austin. Visit BachelorLiveOnStage.com for a full list and tickets. Don't miss the ultimate live watch party. It's going to be the most dramatic tour ever. Just go to BachelorLiveOnStage.com right now for all the details to apply and to get your tickets.
That's BachelorLiveOnStage.com. Before we leave, I just want to say a huge thank you to Krispy Kreme for making it easy for Americans to express all the feels. You know those little like heart-shaped things where you like have, what are they called? Conversation hearts. Conversation hearts. Okay, so now Krispy Kreme is basically making those with donuts. Um, Each of Krispy Kreme's heart-shaped donuts are topped with one of 24 sweet edible messages this time of year, including crazy for you, I love you so much, be mine. So when words fail, you guys... We can say it with donuts now. Um, The collection features four Krispy Kreme classic fillings like cake batter, strawberries, and cream, original cream, and chocolate cream filled. You can get a uh, Valentine's Day dozen that comes with a limited edition gift box. While supplies last, you can visit KrispyKreme.com to find a participating shop near you. You should probably get some of that for Jared because... Truly, no better way to show my love for him than giving him donuts. And as he calls them, donut. A donut. He doesn't say donut. (laughs) It's a donut. (laughs) (laughs) Big thanks to Becca and Jess for coming on our podcast. Ashley, you're right. They're really good at breaking down the episode. Yes. They're great. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. They, They have good perspective. They're also funny. Um, and I feel, I feel like Becca likes me now. She does. That was definitely just like, that's her just being honest and like, you know, that's like what I wish we could do more of is be like, we could talk a little smack, but like, we don't mean it in our hearts. You know, we, we mean it like as far as like, just, you know, that was a big moment the for surface, us. All you listeners the out there, I just made a new friend today and you heard it. It was nice. Aww. It makes me feel, I'm going to bed rest and easy tonight. Do you want to um, go through some emails? Yeah, let's do it. I, we okay, only really like got one. Uh, There's like one yeah, that you want to address. Yeah, I think it's funny, right? Let's yeah. do the one email here. Um, it's from Natalie. It's called TikTok. She says, I became famous on TikTok because of you. When she says you, she means, means us. You. She means you. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. This has 35,000 views in two hours. So thank you for letting me know Peter was in a commercial. Oh, yeah, it was me. I love <laughs> you guys both. And listening to your insight on all the Bachelor episodes. Hey, Natalie. Hey, fame. Fame is a is a burden not worthy to be carried, but we're glad that you're carrying it for a bit. Um, thanks for sending us an email. Ashley, this has been a fun podcast. Uh, it's been, it, here's how I want to close this, though, okay? Okay. What? And I said at the beginning, but I want to put a little emphasis on this. This season has not been that fun for me. It's more fu- it has been more fun than past bachelor seasons that I can like, you know, that I we've been a part of. We've talked very openly about it's been years since we've really been able to get into a bachelor season. We couldn't mm-hmm. necessarily figure out why. This season kind of felt like that. But this week, and I get why there's, you know, this episode 5 was so big. I can't wait for this next big episode to come out. This week was the first week where I'm on the edge of my seat going, I cannot wait to watch more. Yeah, it left me wanting more, so much more that I don't mind that we have another two hours this week. Wednesday night, there will be another episode of The Bachelor, and we will be here right after the show. So, you know, 8 o'clock. Um, it's, wait, it's 11 o'clock. If you want to listen to... And after the episode airs, we will be here talking about it on Wednesday late night. It's going to be a late night. Hey, Ashley, one question we haven't done yet this year, and I think it's time to start doing it. Uh, we started with Colton about this week, and we're going to start with Peter about this week. A scale of A to F, what are you rating Peter as The Bachelor? That's This involves performance. This involves um, 
likability. It involves handling of controversy. This involves just swag, like everything as a bachelor. When you look at him, A to F. You gave him a B plus a couple of weeks ago. I think that was like mm-hmm. week two. Um, mm-hmm. I think that he's a B. Okay. Because I, would I agree. I, I think that he like has the potential of being an A and he's like everything that a girl probably wants. But I just think it's the way that he's like not realizing that so many of his moves create more drama. Yeah. The one thing I give him a B on, and I don't think he can go much farther than a B. And this is why, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. like he's always going to be likable. Like we're always going to cheer for him. Unlike some past bachelors who have been like, Oh, this is just annoying to watch him. Like, this is just terrible. Like he's driving me up the wall. He's like, there's been no points this season that I've watched Peter and been like, I just don't like that guy. Oh yeah. There's like nothing unlikable about him. He's so likable. He's 100% likable. Yeah. Hey, We'll stick with a beef right now. I have a feeling yeah. he'll go up in our page. Uh, Ashley, yeah. you're great. We'll talk soon. We'll talk in like a day, it feels like, two days after another three-hour episode of The Bachelor. With that, I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. See you Wednesday night. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pamper Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pamper's Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower, our registry. This Pampers Diaper Stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow, and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers Diaper Stash. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention? There are no fees. Period. 
Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.